Hello, MavMind Collective, and welcome to another episode of the Hypno Sales Show. Today, we're going to learn how to say no to a sales rep. I have another video I've made previously on the same channel where I talk about how to say no to anyone. But when it comes to sales reps, there is a specific way I've learned how to say no, because at the end of the day, sales reps are the boss. They are in charge, and if they're asking you to help them with a prospect or a client, if you're in a customer-facing role and they need your help to support them on winning the deal, and you find yourself at a position or a situation that you're in where you have to say no to them, um, then this is the way I'm going to share with you the way to do it uh, to make it a win-win for you and the sales rep. Now, why would you say no to a sales rep? There's many different reasons why. The reasons that the sales rep is assuming most of the time, uh, and I know this from experience, typically they're, they're hearing, they hear the word no from you and they immediately assume that you don't want to do the job that they're asking you to do, like you don't want to do it, the actual task. That's the first reaction they typically will have. If they don't have that reaction, the, another reaction they might have is they, you're saying no to them because you don't know how to do the job they're asking you to do. Now, in either of those cases, you don't want the rep to get that impression. You don't want them to think that you, know, you, you don't want to do the job or can't do the job because you're saying no, typically because you have a better idea, something that will accelerate the process, something that probably should you should do it in a certain order and you're, you, know, you need to let them know that what they're proposing for you to do is not the right thing for you to do. That's typically why you're really saying no to the sales rep, typically. And if that's the case, then this particular process will work that I'm going to talk about here. How to say no to a rep when you know you need to redirect them and give them a different strategy and offer something that can actually help them even though they're feeling like, no, I want to do it this way. Don't tell me no. This is how you can say no uh, to help them understand that what you're offering is actually the right thing. So the first part is step number one is don't say no. Don't tell a rep no ever. Just say not yet. Not yet. We'll get to what you're wanting to do, but not right now. Not yet. So you use not yet instead in lieu of saying no. And that way uh, they realize that, you're, that, you know, A, they, they won't assume that you don't want to do it. They, and then B, they won't assume that you can't do it because you're saying not yet. In other words, I want to do it and I can do it. We're just not going to do it just yet. And here's why. And then what you do is you offer a phased approach. A phased approach. Now, this is the best way I've learned to do it. Maybe there's a maybe you can come up with a better second step here, but this is what I've learned from a hypno sales perspective to offer a phased approach. Because in my in my mind, I want to be able to show them how I'm modeling reality. Because they may not be modeling reality the way I am, and I want to use that to my advantage by offering a phased approach where I maybe break down the task they're wanting me to do into like maybe three phases. Typically that's what I go with is three phased approach. Okay. And this is just from years and years of experience of doing this. Okay. I always do three phased approach and I, the first phase is always the easiest thing for me to do. The easiest thing for us to do the lowest hanging fruit that we can get done right now to get an immediate result of some sort. So I'm going to think about what can I do right now to get an immediate result and then offer that as phase one. Phase two will be something that's probably a little bit more in line with how they want to do it. And it's something that's probably aligned with moving the deal forward faster, whatever that is, whatever, wherever you are in the stage where they're asking you this, 
figure out what that middle thing is, which is maybe some decent effort to, to accomplish, but it's phase two. Okay, and it's not everything. It's not everything they're asking you to do. It's some some negotiation already, a compromise already in phase two. And in phase three is like the thing that's the most difficult part of it. That's the thing that probably you'll never get to, that will take the longest to do in the whole process. And it's something that you're probably not gonna get to anyway. Put that as phase three and that's like, that's way down the line, okay? So you do phase one, phase two, phase three, and you get them to agree to the phased approach and then phase three is the probably the one they're going to get to. That way they're going to get what they want, but maybe you can get somewhere a little bit faster with phase one and then something that's probably more of a comp compromise in phase two. Now, if you're able to get to phase two, typically that compromise will be enough that they will change their mind anyway about finishing in phase three. They'll change their mind almost every time. When I've done this for years and years and years, they always change their mind because when they're talking about asking to do something, they don't know the result yet. They just know the end result they want, the desired result, but they don't know how you're going to get there. And when you say not yet, I think we should do this phase one and phase two and then phase three could be more like what you're asking. But we, they love this because now you've got a definite plan and they don't have to worry about it. They can let you be responsible for executing the plan. And if you can get to that phase two and it's a compromise anyway, you saved yourself a lot of time. You saved them a lot of time and you potentially advance the deal and accelerate it a lot faster than they would have if they had you working on this long uh, task that took too long or is too involved or too much effort that you've now split into these three tasks, you will never get to phase three because phase two will pretty much accomplish what you want to accomplish and it'll be their compromise. So again, not yet, offer them this one, two, three phased approach and they will agree with you almost every single time unless they're like a total jerk then they'll, they'll never agree with you. But if you're like me, you don't work with a lot of jerk sales reps, right? And if you're watching right now and you're a follower, I know you're not a jerk, you're nice. And if you're SE or your professional services or customer success person or whoever is working with you uses this approach, take them, take, you know, work with them, negotiate because they're, they're, they're doing it because they know what's gonna be best for you and for the, for the prospect. They're only offering it because they want to help you get to the deal faster and close the deal faster than maybe the way you're thinking right now. So it's okay to be a little open-minded and take a step back and realize that when you're asking people to help you, we, we really want to help you and we want you to get there faster than, than where you're headed right now. So it might be to your benefit to take it with a grain of salt, but also just open-minded, be open-minded and listen because you might might be able to reskill yourself to, to think about it in a more strategic or more tactical way next time yourself. And it improves your ability to close more deals and win more opportunities yourself as the sales rep too. My name's Maverick. I know you found value in this. It's a short one, but it's really to the point and hopefully it'll be something you can use next time you're negotiating with a sales rep and have to say no to them for the right reasons. And I look forward to seeing you on the next HypnoSales show.